Job ready? Employer says yes. This programme is presented by Eduvate, education and innovation. I'm Jonathan Brill. In today's show, there's new research out about whether some companies are better to work for than others. We conduct an interview with a young entrepreneur, Ryan Francis, who has a nifty development in the photography business. And finally, we look at job losses, the predictions as a result of AI. The trip advisor mindset. That's a great revolution that allows you to comment on the experience you've just enjoyed or not in a restaurant or on a hotel site. Well, now a company called Glassdoor allows employees to comment on the company they work for. So now I'll guide you through some of the best companies to... Oh, wait. It'll be much more interesting if we look at some of the worst companies to work for. The organisation that receives complaints when allegations are made about insurance companies, that's the financial ombudsman, they have scored 1.9 out of 5. That's a dismal rating. Employees complain of challenging and stressful conditions in which we simply don't have enough time to do what's asked of us. On the other hand, employees praise the dispute resolution service for its good benefits and flexible working hours. So how has this situation come about? A spokesperson for the organisation said, over the past few years, we've been changing the way our organisation works so that we can provide a better, more efficient service to our customers. With ombudsmen on the phone sorting out complaints in days rather than months. Of course, This has been a major shift for our own people and how they work. And although the overwhelming majority recognise the need for us to change, that doesn't mean it's easy. So that's that tricky old thing again, cultural change. Here's another one. JD Sports, 2.6 out of 5. Might not come as much of a surprise to find JD Sports with a low employee rating given reports from some workers last year that its Rochdale warehouse conditions were worse than prison. At the time, the sportswear giant said that it did not believe the claims were an accurate reflection of our culture, but according to employee feedback on Glassdoor, there are high demands for minimum wage, long hours, And a lot of pressure on the plus side employees said there was a nice, friendly working atmosphere with a generous 25% staff discount. Okay, you can't get lower than 1.9, surely, but you can. 1.8 out of 5. Laura, stand up. That's Laura Ashley. 1.8 out of 5 for employee satisfaction. The homeware and fashion retail has been criticised by its staff for low pay, which results in low morale. One employee wrote, staff turnover is huge. If you are there for more than six months, you're considered an old timer. A spokesman for Laura Ashley said, we are proud to employ over 3,000 people, many of whom have been with the company for a long number of years, and we know customers appreciate our friendly and knowledgeable colleagues. So, 
You pay your money, you take your choice. It's clear to us at Eduvate that the criticised companies themselves criticise the sampling techniques of Glassdoor, uh, arguing that that sample is not properly representative. And all of the companies have put their PR media-trained approach to respond to the criticisms that have been made. You pay your money, convinced, well, that's up to you. Let's end up with three good companies to work for, the financial company ARM, Nationwide, and Expedia. For today's interview, I tracked down Ryan Francis as he was working in a very prestigious event at the uber-smart Carlowry Castle Hotel in the countryside near Edinburgh. Hello, I'm with Ryan Hughes Francis today. And Ryan has a particularly interesting job in the digital space. Hi, Ryan. Welcome here. What is it exactly you do? Hi, how are you doing? Um, basically, what we do is I'm the director, sales director at Capture Limited, and um, we came up with a concept last year that would uh, be beneficial for events, um, specifically centered at the start around weddings. Um, we've created our own software, own application, <clears throat> whereby um, you can share your own selfies, own pictures that are backed up, obviously, on your current device, and own personal messages of um, as a said event so if we take a wedding um you go to a wedding you will um have a, a wedding guest book there uh, we wanted to make it more modern and more digitalized so we came up with a, an idea that there's an application that you can download at the wedding um from this application you can share your own experience of the day pictures that you've taken of the event uh, the bride and groom the horse and carriages um, and also leave a personal sort of message or greeting and at the end of the wedding what we do is collate that and create a digital wedding book my background went from retail um, in my early days when i was a student to traveling um, and then when i came to scotland i went into a business development managing role um, which was in gas and electric um, which I still have connections as well and, and a, a link to uh, the utility and the gas and electric sector. Um, but the journey that's led me to Capture Limited was through a client that I met doing gas and electric and using my experiences with business, with sales and with IT, as well as um, his technical background, uh, so to speak. Um, we then developed the application and the software that we've presented today. Um, and, and that's where we are. So we've been able to take... an combination of my experience his technical ability i would say um the it uh, company that we own which is based in india um and and put, you know put that all together to develop something that's not in the market um and and hopefully uh, within a few years we'll be well we'll be well ahead of the game before it's people catch up with us it sounds like to me that it's a blend of talents which are making this business potentially it seems to me uh, very successful so this doesn't seem to me to be a, a, a job for life but rather a lifetime full of jobs that you that you'd be working on is that right yeah um i, I would think the way you've put that is, is probably correct the it's not one of these things that you probably walk into and think, okay, well, this is a job, this is a career. Um, you know, it's going to change in 10 years' time because the market's going this way or, or that way. Um, I think we've 
kind of made it a, a lifestyle choice in what we do. Um, and, you know, giving you a little bit of my background there, my business partner himself used to be a restaurant owner. Um, and he gave up his restaurant last year to go into this, um, you know, full time. So to, to give you an idea, we, we've come from various life experiences and various backgrounds in terms of what we've done um, in terms of a living uh, to come up with, with capture and, and, you know, getting into the sector that we're in uh, with weddings and corporate. And I think because of those experiences and because of, you know, where I come from in retail and corporate and business, um, we've been able to utilize those skills and, and probably some contacts as well um, to to develop um, our business and, and our brand. Um, I think the most important thing for all of us is, it's, you know, yes, it's great what we do and we've got something unique. Um, so we, we want to protect it a little bit, but it's just giving everybody that enjoyment and, you know, being able to experience what we experience when we see how wild people are by what we've done here. We have an articulate, intelligent young man here who has found something that he's passionate about mm -hmm. that you want to work at. Yeah. Did you get good career advice that has taken you to where you are today? <laughs> um, the honest answer to that is probably no. Um, if I think back to high school, um, back when I was younger, um, you had a career advisor. Um, it was year 10. I'm from England originally, so it was year 10, so I'd have been 15. Um, I had a meeting with my careers advisor and um, was asked the question, which I think hopefully they'll maybe still ask nowadays. They, they probably probe a bit more. But the question was quite simple. You know, what do you want to do? And uh, my answer wasn't simple because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had a feeling that I would be involved in many different things in my life. Um, and I would go down certain paths and certain avenues, but I wouldn't do one particular thing or be doing one job that involves one particular area um my career advisor told me that was nonsense and you know you have to have something it has to be a specific sector a specific area and my answer to her was that uh, but i don't know what that is yet so in terms of the career advice i got it wasn't particularly good uh, for a young man like myself um although i would probably say everything happens for a reason in life um, and because I was at a point where I didn't know what I wanted to do, and yes, I did go to college and get qualifications, um, it probably was the reason why I ended up traveling to go and see the world um, and led me to, to gaining you know, life experiences that I wasn't necessarily going to get here in the UK. So um, that led me on to a travel background, a more business, a more varied background, a more cultural background, um, and allowed me to then, when I came back to the UK and settled in Scotland, um, allowed me the confidence and the ability to, to go and look at something I wanted to do and go and do it. And and travelling does give you that. You know, you can get up one day and fly off to somewhere. It just gives you that, well, I can do anything. Um, because if I can go to a country where I've not been to before and don't speak the language and don't know the cultures and, and can learn and pick that up pretty quickly, then, you know, you've got the ability to, to think of an idea and turn it into, um, you know, a, a life style or life choice rather than just a career or a business you are a comparatively young man if there's any <laughs> luck at all on your side you're going to live for a long time mm -hmm. you might live to your hundred are you going to be entrepreneurial all that time or is the goal to retire young um 
It's probably a mixture of both. Um, I've probably had an outlook for a number of years now that I, when we talk about retirement, um, I think for me it means getting to an age where I'm comfortable, my family's looked after, but my businesses are successful and successful enough that I can pass the reins. And for me, the, the ultimate, you know, the ultimate goal will be getting to a point where the business is so successful and I'm passing it on to somebody that's got better ideas than me and can take it to the next level, not just, you know, it's it's steady. Um, so, yeah, I want to get to an age where I can travel again um, and in, enjoy life to the full. Um, there's a lot of places in the world that I want to see and I'm determined to see it. Um, even if I live to 100, I think it would take a lot to get around all the places I want to see. Um, so, yeah, my, my ultimate goal would be to have um, a successful business, whether it's in um, a couple of different sectors, because I, I don't like to sit to one thing. Um, and that business running successfully, that someone else has come in with bigger and better and more passion. Um, and, and I physically don't have a choice but to hand it to them because they're going to take it to the next level. So young people who are listening to this podcast uh, might well be thinking to themselves, you know, that sounds really quite interesting. He sounds like quite an interesting guy. If they were to come and knock on your door and say, can I have a job? What's the worst thing that they could be doing uh, to try and falsely impress you? I don't think anybody could be doing something particularly bad. Um, but in terms of impressing me, um, I'm a very, I'm a lover of people. Um, it might sound cliche, but I find people interesting um, and the reason why I do the the, the role I have and, and, the, and the business that I'm in is because it allows me to meet different people from all different walks of life, from different cultures, that see things differently, have an idea, and then I can share that idea with them and they put a spin on it and then it turns into a bigger idea. So um, for young people listening today, I would say if you was to come to me and speak to me regarding a role, whether it was within my business or even an idea that you had, um, what you would get from me is, is transparency and honesty. Um, I would give you my opinion on it. Um, I would give you my ideas on it. Um, and if there was space for you to come into my business, then, you know, that's something definitely that, that we would explore as well. Um, I am not in business to hold anybody back and vice versa. If someone's got an opportunity uh, that they present to me, that will help them and uh, our business. And it's definitely something we'll always explore. If you were to see someone and were impressed with their personality, mm -hmm. could you be let down by the fact that they didn't have a specific skill set? Not at all. Um, I don't think, based on my experiences um, and, and growing up and where I am now, that if I saw someone that had uh, you know, a personality trait that was you know, a great personality, likeable character, likeable person, but didn't necessarily have the skill set in IT or in any particular skill set, um, I think people generally whether we're talking about sales or business or people engaging people and buy from people and people work together um, and they like to work with people they like rather than people they dislike. So um, I think if somebody's got the personality to, you know, express themselves and engage with other people and still be unique and, and true to themselves and um, not worrying about, 
you know, appearance or, um, you know, obviously in business, you've got to come across a certain way at times, but still able to be yourself as well. I think it's quite fascinating nowadays that a lot of people, we don't get hung up in uh, the formalities of it. Um, you know, I've always been who I am. Um, I dress in, in, not in a certain way, I've always formally dressed, but that's because of how I am. Um, but when I come to an event, I will casually dress and, I think people just look at me as Ryan and is, is a likable guy and this is what he's trying to achieve and this is what he's trying to do. So if you are a sort of person out there that's got a certain personality, I would say don't let it hold you back. Skill Skills are great to have, but skill set can be can be learned and it can be taught as well. Um, but you can't teach someone how to have a personality. Um, so, you know, if you've got a particular personality, use it to your advantage um you know that uniqueness will, will always shine through and finally russell you've been on the road quite a lot you've traveled mm -hmm. quite a lot you've set up a business which ultimately is based on the cloud that is you can take it all sorts of places anywhere mm -hmm. where ideally would be the best country to work with this business is it here now in the uk or would you think elsewhere um, in terms of the, in terms of this business and what we're doing just now, um, the UK is probably perfect for it. Um, it's a perfect market just now with corporate businesses looking for new innovative ideas and in how to engage their clients or their customers or their, you know, their current em employees. Um, from an events point of view, from weddings, birthday parties, everybody's always looking for you know the next big thing and how can i impress my guests at this party and what can i do that's different so the uk is perfect for it um what what we've developed over the last sort of two years has has been slowly developing in india as well um so we've, we've got our it uh, support is based over there um and we get a lot of business coming from that direction so we've been able to look at the, the Indian market and look at the UK market and take learnings from both and, and, and keep ourselves again developing and ahead of the game. But the UK is perfect for it just now. Um, the UK is a place where, you know, people are always looking for something new, something innovative, something exciting, not just, you know, social media and sharing this, but how can it be better? What else can I do? How can I make this the experience of my event even more, um, you know, captivating? Um, so what we've developed just engages you as an individual more or, or the people that are at the event more uh, has them all interacting within e each other it's slightly social media but it's more about just remembering um that event and not having to look back at photos uh flicking through your phone because you've got uh, an app on your phone that you can uh, straight away you can engage in not just with photos but we also allow videos on there as well so it's, it's constant engagement and you can add to it after the event You've been hearing some fascinating insights from Ryan Francis, and we thank him for that. He suggested be yourself, and I can tell you he is certainly himself. Thank you very much indeed, love. Thank you. Cheers. Oh dear, oh dear, I've been misleading you. I've been saying the words artificial intelligence, AI equals 
artificial intelligence. Wrong. According to Paul Ryan, head of Watson Artificial Intelligence, IBM UK, we are not pursuing general AI. We're not building systems that are trying to explore self-awareness or consciousness. It's all about helping humans do their jobs better. It's man plus machine being greater than man or machine. Fanfare, please. That's it all cleared up. We use the term augmented intelligence rather than artificial intelligence. Well, okay, point taken. It may be about helping humans do their job better as long as they have not been displaced along the way by pesky robots. Just saying. In the next 15 years, some are expecting machines to be able to drive cars, replace soldiers firing guns and rockets, work on the factory line building components, provide comprehensive customer service, run our financial services, translate and interpret text quicker than humans diagnose illnesses, suggest treatment, and, and so on and so on. Machines are already writing articles for national newspapers. So PwC are predicting a risky old future. Uh, PwC, that's PricewaterhouseCoopers to you, are big time analysts and a huge global company. And what are they saying about man and machine? Around 40% of jobs will be gone by 2030 in the US and 30% of jobs will go in the UK. Oh, But few experts are agreeing with this. They don't really see that as a reality. Many in the US and the UK have a problem with experts. So if you are one of those, I'm not, but that may not be important. So if you do have a problem with experts, stop listening now. 16% of US jobs will be replaced, while the equivalent of 9% of jobs will be created, a net loss of 7% of US jobs by 2025. And that's one expert market research company, Forrester. Why? Because if machines are quicker and cheaper than humans, it's only a matter of time before capitalism gets its way. Anchor Modi is the CEO of the AI firm Status Today. And he asks some interesting questions. If the AI doctor, that's a robot, fixes 10 people and makes mistakes on two, for example, and the human doctor treats 10 people and makes three mistakes, which one is better? If the AI doctor killed someone, would you let it go on? It's a good question, and one we need to ask ourselves, because Anka's view is that AI will never be perfect, never, and that's important. It just needs to be better than people. For him, it's straightforward. If people make more mistakes, let's deploy AI. And the people losing out, oh, that will be the general workforce rather than the managers. Why? CEOs are unlikely to vote for technological innovation that removes their value in the same way as turkeys don't vote for Christmas. And the difference is that CEOs will get a vote, whereas the poor old turkeys do not. And let's be clear, not everyone is confident about jobs being kept at their current level. There's already a hotel in Japan with machine receptionists. 
You'll find us online at eduvate.biz. Job ready. Employer says yes. Mm.